stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. How are you today? Happy Friday. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's Friday. It's hot. Wasn't so. that hot here today? We didn't get the same heat that you predicted or that you got yesterday that I thought was going to come here. Okay. It was not in the 90s today. It was in the 70s. Well, that's good for you. Very good. Not that it mattered. I wasn't outside once. I was going to ask if you got outside at all. No, it was a kind of crappy day up here. It was just a gray overcast, been raining on and off. Okay. No, it definitely stormed here several times, but when it wasn't storming, we were outside. Tried up the slip and slide. How'd that go? Um, the kids had a great time. I am too old for a slip and slide. That's what, That's what you learned today? Yes. Yes. It's not fun. Like, they, they had a fantastic time. Yeah, um, you just kind of have to throw yourself on it with reckless abandon. You do, and it hurts. Like, if you go off the narrow sheet of plastic, you get, like, grass and dirt and rock burn all over. It's not pleasant. And then you don't stop gracefully. Like, that little pool at the bottom of the slip and slide doesn't do anything to stop me. Right. <laughs> Right. So you kind of just keep propelling off it until you hit something big enough to stop your to stop your forward momentum. It's fantastic. You end right? up with like dirt up your butt and all over and grass burn and it just I would not recommend the slip and slide for anybody over twelve. <laughs> I'm thinking, I mean, I I think maybe if you're college and you're drunk it would be fun again. But other than that, I'm not seeing that it's going to be part of my summer recreation rotation. Yeah. Okay. I think that's that a wise choice. That being said, Timmy thought it was the best thing ever, but he's a lot lighter. So he didn't go, like he went fast, but he was more contained. Yes. I was not contained on the plastic. And the yeah. little raft that was included with the slip and slide did not fit like even one butt cheek. So it wasn't going to work for me. Okay. So that's my slip and slide review. Kids had a great time. Would not recommend it for adults. Okay. Good to know. Yes. So, <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I have, I have like grass burns and dirt burns and rock scrapes and parts of my body that I'm not even going to discuss in the podcast, Thank but you. It, it, it was not pleasant. So it's a life well lived Peggy. Yes, there you go. I, I get credit somewhere for doing a slip and slide with my kids at at forty something years old. So yes, yeah, won't do it again. Okay. So, so what do you do? It was an early day. Friday's my Friday's my meeting day with with my friend from Sweden at okay. seven a.m. So yeah. I'm up and rolling early, and it was 
I uh, I keep track of my time. I have a little mm-hmm. you know book, and I I try to track where I'm spending my time when I'm working. So that I have a really while, good app for that. Do you write it down, or do you have do you use an app? I write it down because I also I do what's called bullet journaling. Um, okay. So just real quick hit uh, captures of everything I'm doing during the day, and I just record it there. I used to have an app for it, and I forget it was called Rescue Time. I think was the okay. name of it. And it tracked every app I was using, what I was doing, you know, so you could sort of reconstruct it all. Um, but I just do it. I do it this way. And in any event, I'll check the book. But the number that I I had an insane number of meetings today. So I oh, actually put it on a spreadsheet. That's up on my spreadsheet to do it. <clears throat> I met with people. That's not it. Why, why, why is Excel betraying me? Here we go. I had 7.3 hours worth of meetings today. That's just mind-numbing. Out of a 10.3-hour day. Okay. In terms of just work time. Right. Are you done now? Oh, yeah. I was done around 6. Okay. Good. What are your plans for the weekend? Um, I don't know. We've got the, uh, we've got the pool cleans now. The guys came and did a full vacuum of the pool for us. So the pool looks pristine. So if we turn on the heat tomorrow and just let it run for a while, I suspect it'll be, um, warm enough to swim in if it's hot tomorrow and I don't know what the weather is. So there might be some of that this weekend. Um, I think there's some more yard work that Kara and I need to do together probably. There's a little bit of Marie Kondo, you know, okay. uh, joy of cleaning or whatever the heck it is in our in our bedroom that we need to look at. Is that what you're going to tackle? Okay. Did you finish and your kitchen? No. No, okay. we haven't finished the kitchen. I, I just, I'm very, I do stuff as I sort of see it and get to a point where I just say, oh, I can do this in 15 or 20 minutes. But okay. I kind of have to see it in the moment and just say I'm done with it the way it is. Um. Other than that, I'm hoping to read a little bit because um, I didn't get a lot of reading done this week. And um, if I'm lucky, I'll fix Jackson's doorknob because I just got the new doorknob. Oh, this good. Afternoon. So it doesn't have to go in through the window. Yes. Yes. Okay. Exciting. Yay. In quarantine land, it is. And by the way, I want to apologize to everyone who listened yesterday, because if you're really keeping track of our statements, I think at the end of our podcast, we were just talking about the kind of dumpster fire right now that is our country. And um, I said, oh, yeah, no, I think today was much better. I don't think anything bad happened. I'm looking at my Google News feed and it doesn't look that bad. And then when I really did a deep dive into the news like this morning, I was like, oh, my God, yesterday was not good at all. No, Lots of really bad you see the video of the, the utterly guy getting pushed over? Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. It's, this is not good. It's not it's good. Scary. You know, I, I will tell you, though, it has sparked some conversations. Um, I, I know that I mentioned before my brother is adopted from Korea, um, and I've never seen him as anything other than my brother. And I've seen kind of some racist things through just interactions in the community. 
but I did not realize until today when somebody else that, that we went through elementary school and through high school with was the only other Korean American in, in the whole area. She reached right. out to me to find out what my brother's experiences were. And she started telling me some stories because they were in the same class, the same class together. Even through elementary school, they were in the same class. And there was a teacher who um, would refer to them in a slanderous tone and then either, you know, I don't even want to say the word, but a, a derogatory term for somebody um, from Korea or China or something like that. And then either boy or girl. And that's how he addressed them for the entire year. Yeah, it's it's and, and it's I called horrible. my mom and asked her, she's like, Peggy, he never ever told me I would have stood up for him. And I asked I asked my friend who told me the story and she's like, I didn't tell my parents either. She's like, and, and looking back, I don't know why, other than I knew that it was wrong that the teacher was doing that, but nobody in the class was was indicating that it was wrong. So she didn't know if she should say something and she was embarrassed. So she just never did. And I'm just, I'm mortified. I had no idea that, that I could have lived, you know, under the same roof with him for what, 18, 20 years, whatever, and have no idea that it was that systemic and that ingrained in him. Yeah. It's, um, I, I don't know what to say. And, you know, I think, <clears throat> I think I probably say too much about this stuff and don't listen enough, um, but it's just so crushing to watch the country kind of rip itself apart and, um, you know, see, j just see violence perpetrated upon people. Um, and <clears throat> this isn't about, do we support cops or do we not support cops? I'm not even getting into that. I'm just, you know, I've seen I've seen enough videos of people who are peacefully protesting, mm -hmm. peacefully protesting and getting the crap kicked out of them, getting pepper yeah. sprayed. Um, it's I don't I just don't understand it. And it there's just far too much. I think of far too much fear and far too much seeing people as things, not as human That's beings. Horrible. It's horrible. And there's so much anger um, and a hatred. It's just, you know, and we went out for ice cream, which was a big thing because we, we don't go out and, um, you know, sat in a car until there was nobody at the window. The whole thing had the mask. But, you know, I sat there watching Sakat go up to the counter and nobody else had masks. Everybody else who would come up and, and went to another second, nobody else had masks. It's like all of a sudden people just aren't masking up anymore. Yeah. And that scares me. Yeah. Well, it, it'll come back to haunt us, unfortunately, I suspect. Um, I hope not, but. I'm hopeful, but I, I just, I don't see, I, I, I think just as a matter of basic math, I, I don't see how this works. I, yeah. I don't see how you prevent the spread of something that there is no vaccine for if everybody is behaving as if it doesn't exist anymore because it still right. exists, especially in right. your state. I mean, oh, I know. Uh, Manassas is, has been uh, determined to be a hotbed by the CDC. Yeah. I mean, Scott, Scott's a teacher. The school year is technically over, but he's still in touch with his students because he has students whose both parents are sick and they have no food. And I mean, it's just horrible. Yeah. Yep. 
it's going to be, I think, I, I think I said a week or two ago when we were podcasting, I heard someone describe what we were going through as the end of the beginning with, as it relates to coronavirus specifically. And I think that's very accurate. I think that's what, where we're at. And unfortunately we're about to make the middle very, very long <laughs> and make it much tougher to get to the end, the actual end. Um, if you look at the countries that are doing this well, um, Iceland, which I'm pretty familiar with just because, you know, the company I work for is headquartered there. Iceland just took basically quite draconian action. They, they, anyone who came in from outside the country was supposed to self-quarantine for 14 days, not go anywhere. Um, they, um, they did massive massive testing um, relative to the population mm -hmm. um, and um, they were able they had they were assigning policemen to do contact tracing you know there were detectives okay. so a person comes into the country and they're infected and they were going back and reconstructing like the first case of coronavirus that came out in Iceland <clears throat> the police went spoke to the person who was infected and identified 58 people that he or she had been in contact with and immediately quarantined and tested all of them. Just, wow. I mean, a yeah. level of discipline and of severity that is pretty, it's very hard to do in a country our size. It's easier, mm -hmm. obviously, if you're a country with 330,000 people. But if you look at where they are today, they are completely normalized. There are no masks, there's nothing, because they have basically stopped it. There's no one in the country who has the virus um is nobody going in or out right now i mean how are they, they keeping it from going back they've reopened for tourism because it is a, a lot of the yeah. economy there is is tourism they've reopened but it's mandatory quarantine when you get into the country it's testing when you arrive at the airport it's you know the full nine so um i, I think how do you quarantine a tourist if you're only there for two weeks on vacation how do you do that i don't know I don't okay. know. And okay. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it's just, I'd have to go back. I read the article a few days ago and I wasn't that focused on that part of it. I know they're testing people when they come in. Um, it may be that they're doing running the test and then you have to you know, not go anywhere until they've got test results mm -hmm. or something. Um, I'm actually supposed to be there in October and it looks like it run, you know, there's no real appetite to bring in a bunch of people from around the globe um just for a meeting that we could do via video so i think that's mm. going to get canceled and i don't know how comfortable i would feel even getting on a, i mean i don't i wouldn't be comfortable getting on a plane right now no no i wouldn't either so i don't know peggy strange times scary really strange times and scary times and just uh really pray and hope that people are safe and cooler heads will prevail and people will, will lead, start leading by example. I hope so. I hope so. So in the meantime, we'll just keep on keeping on and no more slip and slides, but we'll see what else I can come up with for next week. Yeah, please let us know. <laughs> All right. Good talking to you. I hope you enjoy your Friday night. Thank you. You too, Peggy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We're stuck in our
下。